I've been thinking, do we really listen to our cluster B? Do we take them at face value? Or are we so blinded and wanting to fix them that we do not see them for who they really are? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I wanted to start out with another saying that I thought was particularly poignant, and I took away something from this. It's by Lisa Scugland, and she says, I'm not crazy. I was abused. I'm not shy. I'm protecting myself. I'm not bitter. I'm speaking the truth. I'm not hanging on to the past. I've been damaged. I'm not delusional. I lived a nightmare. I'm not weak. I was trusting. I'm not giving up. I'm healing. I thought that those words meant a lot because it does talk about how we deal, what we deal with, and the fact that most people don't see us for that. But coming back to the no-fault cluster B, do we really listen to our cluster B? And I say that because I have been thinking since I've come out of the fog, I've been thinking about all the things that my wife has said to me over the span of over two decades. And much like my podcast, Red Flags in the Wind, which if you haven't had an opportunity, I would suggest you listen to it. I didn't pay attention. Uh, There were times, uh, in fact, I remember walking with my wife probably about 18 years ago, 19 years ago, and she was having a real issue with a junior high school friend of mine, somebody who I knew in middle school who had reached out to me uh, via email. And I, was, and I told my wife about this. It, it was a, it was a, a woman. And um, I remember she got really upset about it because cluster bees tend to get very jealous, very insecure. You can't have friends of a different gender. You really can't have friends because they consider it a threat, especially a narcissist because then they cannot continue to influence you. Then maybe the, nar- maybe the friend will reveal the narcissist for who they are. But all the same, I, w- I remember we were having, again, a word salad of a conversation. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense in which my wife was telling me that I had unfinished business with this high school friend, this middle school friend that I had, and that I should go to Arizona and you know take up with this, this woman who was never a love interest in my life, just a friend. And that, you know, I had, you know, I have unfinished business and I'm sitting there thinking, this is a very strange conversation. Why am I having this conversation? Most people would say, Oh, you heard from an old junior high school friend, middle school friend. That's great. But my wife became very defensive, very insecure, very, Oh, I think you have unfinished business. You need to go to Arizona. It's like, um, I just am talking to a friend. And I remember I asked her, I said, do you love me? And she had no response. There was no response to a question that you think you would ask your significant other and they wouldn't hesitate to say, oh, well, of course I do. I'm just, we're just having a disagreement here or I feel insecure or whatever. So do we really listen to the cluster B when they do express themselves or do we, or are we on a single track? We have to fix them. We have to make things right. Because I've spent over 21 years basically not listening to my wife, sort of sweeping things under the rug when she says them, abusive things, nasty things, hurtful things. That instance that I just gave you, a simple question, a weighted question, 
do you love me? And she couldn't answer that. She didn't answer it. And we were married. So, you know, red flags in the wind right there. My cluster B told me, I remember, and I may have related this in a previous podcast, that when we were talking about when we were dating, my wife said to me, well, yeah, you know, you were a really nice guy and I knew that you wouldn't last very long out there, meaning somebody would snap me up. Well, that's a very nice compliment. Thank you very much. But then she was like, well, that's why, you know, I quickly, you know, drew you in, so to speak, and brought you into the web. And she didn't say it in those exact words, but she basically said that, you know, I I took you off the shelf because I knew you wouldn't last very long. Well, that's very complimentary, but it's twisted. She took me off of the shelf because she didn't want anybody else having access to me so that she could possess me figuratively and literally. You know, I remember another conversation that I had with my wife going back several years in which she basically told me that she was a narcissist in a roundabout way, maybe a narcissist and maybe borderline kind of comorbid where she said, you know, when she's really into somebody, she makes an incredible effort. She goes out of her way to shower them with presence and affection. Here she is describing love bombing to me in the simple sense of the word and the term. And, you know, and, and then she followed it up with, well, you know, I, I'm not doing that for you anymore because you really don't mean anything to me anymore. You don't really rank. You're just an acquaintance. I mean, hello. I remember not too long ago, and this was pretty recent, probably last year when my wife just out of the blue said, oh, you're not an acquaintance anymore. Now you're a friend. So I had moved up a level. It's like a game. So the message in this particular podcast is, do we listen? I don't think we do. And so therefore we tend to surprisingly react to things or after the fact we get all upset, but we're not paying attention in the moment. And I've talked about not being able to challenge my wife when she says things like this, because I'm not comfortable. And I guess probably underlying I'm scared because it's going to go down a path that I don't want it to go down. It's not a normal conversation because you can't have a normal conversation. So maybe is that why we don't pay attention? That's why I think we read on bulletin boards, all these incredibly difficult arguments that people have when they're standing up for themselves or they're trying to justify themselves or they're trying to justify the situation and you just can't. So maybe I've chosen the path of least resistance and I'm probably sure that I have because I don't want the conflict that goes with having a completely irrational conversation about something that should be easily addressed with a normal person with somebody who can actually process the information and not become defensive and not project back onto you. It's, it's frustrating. It's, it's unbelievable when you bring something up and then you end up having to defend yourself. Where is a person that would sit there and say, yeah, let's talk about that. You know, maybe I can see how you feel that way. That's not going to happen with a cluster B. It just won't. They can't 
process the information. So do we really listen to them? Do you really listen to what your cluster B is saying to you? Do you really listen? And do we take them at face value? You know, again, are we always busy trying to figure them out rather than listening to what they're really saying and maybe getting some information from that? Because I know that my wife has given me a bunch of information. She has described herself. She told me again, this was before we got married. We were dating. And she said, I get bored really easily. Okay. And I didn't think of that statement. I did not take that statement and really break it down. What does she mean by that? Does she mean that she gets bored in relationships, which is what she does? But why didn't I have the insight and the maturation, the maturity to go, okay, that's probably not a good thing. Why did I feel like, you know, I need to show her that she won't get bored in this relationship. I'm going to make it all right. You know, that's the codependent in us. That is the empath. That is the rescuer. And again, I ask you, is this a role that you want to play forever? Because just like in those who say, and those who do another podcast that I did not too long ago, there are those cluster B's that will up and go. They'll just disappear. There are those cluster B's who will threaten it. But you have to ask yourself, is this normal? And it's not. And how long do you want to put up with it? That's what it comes down to. You know, if you're okay with that, then that's your destiny. That's your fate. But if you're not, then you have to change the situation and not wait on them to do that. That gives them way too much power. You have to heal. And as I said before, you can't look to them to help you heal. They will not help you heal. They will retard that. They don't want you to heal. They don't want you to see the truth. They don't want you to see them for who they truly are. They want you to continue to perpetuate the lie, the facade. And as I said before with my wife, yeah, we can continue with this. She talks about it on a daily basis, how we may have to stay in our house or we'll move to another house. But she makes darn sure to specify again the terms we're going to have to get two bedrooms and why does she say that not because we need a guest bedroom for our guests who may come to visit us or friends or family it's because she's going to live in that separate bedroom she's going to live in that extra bedroom and i will live in my bedroom and so now i listen that's the difference some years ago i would have been like oh okay we're going to get a a two bedroom house and everything's going to be cool. It won't be. We will take our lives that we have right now and move them to another geographic location, but nothing in our relationship is going to change. And that's why she talks about a two bedroom house, apartment, townhouse, whatever, because we're not going to be together again. We're just going to live like roommates. And I can tell you right now, that that is a deal breaker to me. And that's what you have to decide. What's your deal 
breaker. And perhaps I should have called this podcast Deal Breakers. And maybe we'll talk about that in future podcasts. New podcasts uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Always enjoy hearing from you, hearing your perspectives. But think about it. What's your deal breaker? And what do you need to listen to to understand the cluster B better that is in your life? No matter who they are to you, relative, friend, significant other, you have to decide how long you wish to perpetuate this relationship. Be well, and whenever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. Thank you.